Gemara Yoma, Daf Yud Bet, Masik has been dedicated anonymously for the success of couples trying to have children. They should be Zochet, Zar Achaya, the Kayama, Amen, Ken, Yehiratzon. We had a Sugyan yesterday's Daf, the Nyan, the question that the Gemara asked on Yid Aleph Amud Bet. The Gemara asked, we said that according to one Braita are subject to Sarat. So we had a Braita against it that said, Yeah, you think should be subject to Nigaim? Tamud Omar partners that belongs to the congregation. So we said that's not subject to Niga'im. That was the question we had yesterday. And one of the answers we gave, actually the last answer we gave, was it makes a difference if it's a Bet Knesset of Kerachim uh, or a Bet Knesset of Kefarim. So Kerachim, we said, is in the big cities and they come from all over the place. And that's considered, uh, you know, doesn't have a specific owner to it, therefore it's not subject to Nigay uh, Sada'at. However, had the Kefarim, the Brayta was talking about the Bet Knesset of the villages that are really only made for the villagers themselves, and they have, let's say, defined owners, and therefore, Hal Alehem Tumat Nigayim. That was the last answer that we gave. So it comes out according to where we're holding now that Batei Knesset Shil Kerachim are not subject to. But Kifarim are. <coughs> so here's where we pick up today's Sugya. The Kirachim and Metameh Benigaim. Is that so? That Kirachim are not Metameh Benigaim? Vehatanya, we have a Braita. The Pasuk says, Venatati, Negat Sara'at, Bebet Eres, Ahuzatchem. Ahuzatchem is your. Nahala, your inheritance, the land of your inheritance. Only places that you actually got as an ahuza, as a as a land and an inheritance. So that is subject to nigaim, uh, which means when they went into Eretz Israel, so they divided the land by the shivatim. That was Yerusha. Each tribe got their uh, appropriated land. And therefore, those lands that were divided by the shivatim, which is called nahala or ahuza, they are subject to. But not a house that is in Yerushalayim. Why? Because this Tanah house of Yerushalayim was not divided by the Shiva, to, to the Shivatim. Amar Bihuda, Ani lo shamati ila mekom mikdash belvad. I heard regarding Tumat Negaim, not Yerushalayim. I hold that Yerushalayim actually is uh, subject to Negaim. It's just that the Harabayat itself, the Beit HaMikdash area, those rooms, those spaces, are not subject to Negaim. Ha! But according to everybody, Batekin is to Batemid Rashot, Metameim, Benegaim, Vafagab de Kerachim Ninu. Right, which means the only discussion was Jerusalem. Okay, Jerusalem is Metame Negaim, it's an Ametame, but everything else, uh, a Bet Knesset in a Kerach, according to even a Bihuda, will be subject to. Nigaim. That was not the Braitha's criteria. The Braitha's criteria was it's got to be divided by the Shivatim. Any Halek of that was divided by the Shivatim is subject to Nigaim. Okay, Yerushalayim is a Mahlokan if it was divided by the Shivatim or not. But everything else, particularly of Tim Israel, sounds like if it's Kerachim, it'll be subject to Nigaim. That's the question that we have uh, 
So just read the Rashi for a second. Ve'en Yerushalayim metamea benegaim. She'en achuzalahem. Kasabar la'anet halakha l'shibat Yehuda u'binyamin. Ela kol ha'shibatim sharim ba'am. Right, it's a big, big mahluk at how Jerusalem was divided. Was it divided at all? So some say it was divided between Yehuda and Binyamin. So it has tribes. The Yehuda says no. Only the Temple Mount was divided by Yehuda and Binyamin. But everything else in Yerushalayim is not considered uh, divided by the uh, Shabbatim. Ani lo shamati. Okay, so that's a historical uh, situation when uh, the Temple Mount was not divided by Shevatim according to the Behuda. Yerushalayim was, mm-hmm. but not the Temple Mount. Why? When David bought it from Aravna, where did he get the money from? He collected it from all Shevatim Israel. So everybody had a chalik in the, in the Temple Mount. Okay, so the Gemara comes along and says, uh-huh. Which instead of Rabbi Yehuda saying, Makom Mikdash, which we understand to mean the Temple Mount, adjust that word to mean Makom Mikudash, which means holy places, which means, which would include the Beit HaMikdash, Beit etc. So there's no Stida, at least according to the Yehuda, so that... That shita that we said above that batik uh, of kerachim are not subject to nigaim um, is going to go according to Ariba that it be Yehuda. Okay, and uh, like we saw, uh, uh, the prophet calls the batik mikdash me'at. So therefore, it has the same rule as the bet mikdash. Just like a mikdash is not subject to nigaim according to Yehuda, makom mikudash as well is not is not subject. So the Gemara says. They might come at Paligi. What's the mahluk between the Bihuda and the Rabbanan? Tana Kama Sabar, Yerushalayim, Tana Kama says that Yerushalayim was not considered Yerushalayim to all Bnei, uh, it was not considered Yerushalayim to specific tribes, it was Yerushalayim to all Israel. Therefore, it's not considered Eris Ahuzatchem. Therefore, it's not subject to the Gaisarat, the Bihuda Sabar. Yerushalayim, that indeed Yerushalayim was divided. And therefore, it has a deen of Eris Hosat And it's a similar mahlukit to the following time in Britannia. What was in the chilek of Yehuda? So you have uh, the Beta Migdash, you have the, the image of it, some people have the picture in front of them. So again, all the way, starting going to the west, you have the Kodesh Kodashim, and then you have the, the Kodesh, and then you have. Uh, the Hechal, etc., as you get west, and then you get to the Mizbeah, and then you get to the Azarot, Azrat uh, Nashim, Azrat Yisrael, etc., going from west, west to east. <coughs> so the Gemara comes along and says, the Tanya, Maya we know that the temple uh, was divided between the tribes of Yehuda and Binyamin. So on the east side, you had Harabayit and Lishachot, those are the offices. They have the Azarot, Azarot like Azarot Nashim, the regular Azara, and now you're going east west. Umayya Behalkosha Binyamin. Well, then you had the, all the, the holy areas like the Ulam, the Echal, the Bet Kodesh Kodashim. Now, Viritsu'ahai Tayyotsam Mehalkoshal Yehuda, there was a strip that went out from the Chelik of Yehuda, Benechneset, Lehalkoshal Binyamin, Ubahaya Mizbeyah Banui. So you have the Mizbeah. The Mizbeah primarily is in Binyamin's Chilek. However, uh, to the south side, 
and to the east side. So if you remember the Mizbeach, the Mizbeach had a Yesod. But on the south and the east side, there was no Yesod. Because the Mizbeach has to be totally in Binyamin's Helik. And that strip, if you would build a Yesod, would be in Yehuda's Helik. So therefore, that strip, that eastern strip and the southern strip of the Mizbeach was in Yehuda's Helik of the Mizbeach. Binyamin saw that in the prophecy that the Mizbeach is going to be primarily in his Helik, but... He wanted all the Mizbeach to be in his Chelek. Uh, you know, he wants the Kodesh to be all by him. Ubinyamin <coughs> al-Sadiq, that's the tribe, Hayam mitzta'er aleha, was mitzta'er. Why? Lebola'ah bechod yom. So he didn't want, uh, you know, when it comes to Kodesh things, you want to have everything. You know, he, wanted, he wasn't satisfied. He was mitzta'er to have it in his Chelek. Shne'emar chofef ala kol ayom. Which means chofef, he's like a... Uh, you know, not scratching, but he's uh, uh, uptight or upset about it. Agonizing. Right, agonizing on a Exactly. Because of that, you're so agonizing, like you're saying, to have the Mizbah in your Chelek, so he got the Aron Kodesh in his Chelek. Uh, in his Bet Ketavah was referring to uh, uh, the, the, the highest part of the Mikdash, let's say. Shekhin, which is the resting of the presence of God, which is the Aron. And that Bet Ketavah was said by Binyamin. So Binyamin got that chelik. Basically, what do you see over here? The Temple Mount was actually divided between the two Shavatim. But not Yerushalayim. Yerushalayim was, uh, was for everybody. But the Temple Mount was actually between the uh, two Shavatim. So therefore, the Temple Mount at least is considered... Uh, a uh, That's the t- opinion of who? That's the opinion of uh, the first Tana of the Braita. Vehai Tana Sabar Yerushalayim Lonet Haleka the Shevatim. And this Shita says that Yerushalayim was not divided to the uh, to the Shevatim. The Tanya. Well, let's get that she first. Bemaika be pliyu b'davar banan harabayit. Ve'adishachot ve'azarot sad hamizrachi rochav harabayit. No, no, no. Yud Aleph Amma. Basically, what is it saying? Like we learned. Eastern side of the Beit HaMikdash. You want to see the nice picture in the art school. You get to understand it. This is east. Going east-west in the Beit HaMikdash. The white section is Yehuda. So this is all Azarot over here. You have Ezrat Nashim. You have Ezrat Yisrael. And then you have a, a little area of Yud Aleph Amot between the Ezrat Yisrael and the Mizbeach itself. That's 11. I'm also in Yehuda's section. And then the Mizbeach proper and then everything going west is in Binyamin, the area that was under uh, agony was this little uh, su- southern part of the Mizbeah and the eastern flank of the Mizbeah. You see, there's no Yesod. The Yesod does not go on. The Yesod is the, is the, is the uh, like the trough. That's not the wrong word. It was like a, 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 a receiving uh, a, a, a pipe to receive the blood that, that sprinkled down the Mizbeah. There was no Yesod on the southern side 
and on the eastern side. The white part. Exactly. That right. white is Yehuda and uh, gray is. Um, so that, that was the part that he wanted. Okay, fine. But what do you see from that, that shita? <laughs> that the Beit HaMikdash actually was divided amongst the two, uh, the two Shabbatim. Now, the height, wherever anyone else, she's Chofeb, continue. Right, he's uh, agonized. He's not getting it what he wants. That's what he wanted, which is a good thing. He wants the Kedushat to be by him. Okay. Ushpizchan. Okay, the Haitana, we're getting. Right, and now we have this Tana. Let's see this Tana. Haitana, Sabah, Yushalayim, Lonit, Haleka, the Shabbatim. Yushalayim actually was not divided. To the Shevatim, the Tanya, we have a Braita, and Maskirim Batim, Yerushalayim. You're not allowed to rent houses in Yerushalayim. It was a big market, Yerushalayim. Every year, you have three times a year that Ole Galim come and they need places to stay. So if you're a real estate agent in Yerushalayim, you got hundreds of thousands of people need lodging. But you got the Braita that says you cannot rent houses in Yerushalayim. All rentals are for free. Lefi she'ena shelahem. The people who live in Yerushalayim really don't have ownership because, again, it was not divided to any specific shevet. Yerushalayim belongs to everybody. Lebi el azar bar tzadok omer aflo mitot. Wow, you can't even rent beds to Yerushalayim because the karka that the bed is on doesn't belong to you either. So where are you going to put the bed in the sky? The air rights? They're putting on the floor. The floor doesn't belong to you. So you can't rent the bed to put on the floor either. So therefore, that's what it is. Out of business. Out of business. Don't be a real estate agent in Yerushalayim. Right, don't sell beds. No, you can sell beds. You can't rent them. The fichach orot kadashim ba'ale ushpizchinin notlim otam bizrawa. So there's a system over here. Uh, what happened? They bring in korbanotis oler galim, and we know that uh, they would come home with the hides. So the host would take the hides against their will. They want to get paid for something, so they can't charge them for uh, for rent. So they would take it to uh, you know against their will. Uh, now Amar Bayer, we learned something of Veshmat Mina Orah Har Az Derech Eretz LeMishpak Inish Gulfa UMashkal UShpiza. So we're over here that when you're staying by somebody, leave them something. Yeah. If, if you're a guest, you didn't pay for your room, you didn't pay for anything, but the guy's out uh, some money over there, so you don't just stay for free. They just leave something. So in the old days, what would they leave? The car, Rabbi? No, no. So, so, leaving so, something is a present. Right. That's what Maybe they were gazelle, though. No, they were not gazelle. They were not gazelle because ultimately, ultimately they took the kawah. Meaning they didn't ask, but ultimately they were mohel because they got a free lodging. But from there we learned, don't let the guy take a pekawah. Leave it there, because that's the, that, that's a dedicated. Read, read Rashi. Okay, with all of Aitana. Okay, Gulfa. Okay, they're saying, what should you leave? A Gulfa, Kanka, leave a vase. No, no, something very cheres. That's it. So leave it. Leave, leave some. Uh, leave something for them. Okay. Okay. So, by, by, so basically, what we see over here, we had a machloket amongst the Tanaim if Yerushalayim itself was netchalika <coughs> to the Shabbat This Tanakh clearly holds. 
Yerushalayim was not. Yerushalayim really belongs to uh, belongs to everybody. From the ayat, you cannot rent. It's not yours to rent. That would be Tanakama of the Braita of Negat Sarat. That said what? The Yerushalayim was not Nethalakal Shivatim. So therefore, it's not considered Bet Eres Hosatchem. Rabbi Yudah, on the other hand, says that Yerushalayim was just a Bet Abigdash. Uh, uh, there's no, there's no, um, the Biudah says there's no, uh, by the but Yerushalayim could be subject to it. That's what we learned. <coughs> okay, the Gemara now asks, Let's go back. The Gemara's answer on yesterday's daf was that Kefarim actually are subject, Betekinesan of Kefarim are subject to, uh, to Ma'at Negaim. So the Gemara says that's so. Right? I'm giving it to you as an ahuzam. So it says, until they conquer Eretz Israel, kavshu ota velo halkuah leshevatim, or they conquered it and they didn't yet divide it to the tribes. Halkuah leshevatim, or they divided it to the tribes. Velo halkuah lebetavot, they didn't divide it to the individual families. Or halkuah lebetavot, or they divided it to the individual families. And the end called but not everybody knows exactly where they're supposed to be settled yet. Until they actually divide the land to the last family where everybody knows where they are. Minayim, how do we know that there's no tum'ah yet of Nigaim? Until the last family gets the halik and knows exactly where his location is. Where it's designated to him, Yatsa Elu. That these families don't know where they're living yet, where their chalik is yet. She'em yuhadim. No. So what do you see from over here? That it's only a bayit that is miyuhad. Now again, bet kenesh kefarim, you can't call it miyuhad to anybody still. Because bottom line, it does belong to a group in the village. And you can't define exactly which chalik of the bet kenesh belongs to who. So it's really not included in uba ashid law habayit. Even kefarim. For sure, but even kefarim. So the Gemara comes along and says, "You're right." You have to go to the other answers. We gave other answers to answer the stira between tzara'at, between uh, uh, one bright that said there is tzara'at in batek and and there isn't. We gave three other answers. The Gemara says, "Ayin Jam, you have to take the other. And you cannot give a haluk between kerachim and kefarim. Even kefarim would not be subject. But because of kefarim would not be subject to negat zarav." Remember that sheet. The eat bed dira. The eat Pick that answer. Interesting that he chooses that answer. That was one of the answers, by the way. That we said that if a bed has a bed dira in it, so that's considered a bite. So therefore, that's one. And the other one, so there's no bed dira. Interesting. He picked that. He picked that answer. That was the last answer before the list. Before this answer. He picked that this. Must be That's the one we take, maybe. Because the Gemara is adding. You don't have to say. Right? Even if you say. So therefore, okay. And point. that puts the other things in play. The Correct. Bet Isha and Bet Shutafim, whatever, which seem like they. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay. And that's that. So let's just review over here. So we, we're coming out. There's a Mahloket. If Jerusalem was divided. The Shabbatim. That's important to know. It's Mahlukah amongst the Tanaim. And, uh, and it's a Mahlukah, the Temple Mount itself, also. Was the Temple Mount belonging to everyone when David bought it from Aravna? 
or was it divided uh, to the Shivatim of Yehuda and Binyamin? So, Mahlok and how Jerusalem actually was divided. So, Rabbi, but then how would that work? If, if David if David bought it from Aravna with with community money, like right. he said, but still in somebody's chelik. Yeah, but it does, doesn't have a deen of Ahuzat Chem. That's the point. It doesn't have a deen. They don't. They don't have a deen of Ahuzat. It, it can't be because he right. bought it from them. Because he bought it from them, it's because he's, because he's he bought it with is, money. Is a goy. He doesn't. He, he doesn't belong to them. Belongs to Binyamin. Belongs to Yehuda. Saying when, when, before Binyamin and Yehuda took hold of it, David bought it on behalf of all Klai so that becomes a uh, universal land. So that doesn't that doesn't uh, work with the with the shitot that it was it was Yudan Benjamin's area over there. Right. It was not was not the talek to them. It was the talek to Okaisa. And therefore, uh, initially we said that Rabbi uh, Yudan wanted to say that the Makoma Mikdash. Who said that? Uh, the Rabbi yeah, yeah. That the Makoma Mikdash is not subject to right. uh, Negaf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's not uh, Right. And the other shita will say no. The Beit Hamikdash is considered. Shabbatim areas, not Yehuda and Binyamin. So this whole the inyan of Yehuda and Binyamin, Binyamin getting stressed from it. That's, that's all according to Shabbat. Right. All according to Tanakhama that says that the Chalik was divided. But if you hold the Chalik was not divided by that. And that'll make enough Kaminal inyan Salah. Okay, now let's go back to the Gemara. Umatkinim lo kohen acher. So what did we say? Seven days before. Well, not, I don't know if seven days before. But they used to take another kohen in the wings just in case something would happen to the Kohen Gadon Yom Kippur, so we'd have another Kohen ready to fill in his position. Now, here we have a technical issue over that has to be discussed. For a Kohen to assume the role of the Kohen Gadon, you cannot have two Kohen Gadon at the same time. So until he takes position, he's not a Kohen Gadol. Now, if something happens on Yom Kippur, at that moment we have to inaugurate him to become a Kohen Gadol. How do you inaugurate him? It's very simple. Let him put on the eight pegadim and let him do an avodah. And that's it. Once you do an avodah with the eight pegadim, that inaugurates the Kohen Gadol. So really we're going to have technical problems here. When did the first Kohen become unfit? That you need his replacement. If you say he became unfit before the Tamit Shel Shahar, which is, that's a good scenario, because the Tamit Shel Shahar, the Kohen wore eight pegadim. The Kohen only... Uh, Kohen Gadol has all the service, by the way, on, on, on Yom Kippur. So he would wear eight pegadim when he would bring the Tamit Shoshah. So really, bring the pinchator in and tell him, okay, listen, the first Kohen got Pasul, put on your eight pegadim, bring the Kermit Tamit, bingo, that's it, he's inaugurated. Now he's official Kohen Gadol, bring him, and now the rest of the service, he's official Kohen Gadol. But if he becomes Tameh, let's say, or Pasul, after, where now the Kohen's only wearing four pegadim, because the service of the Kohen, a lot of the service is done by the Lavan. Bigdel Avan is the four Bigadim, which every Kohen wears, even a Kohen Hediot. So now they tell the Pinchera, okay, Chavoy, we need you to be the Kohen Gadol. Okay, what are you up to? We're up to Bigdel Avan. He puts on four Bigadim. So four Bigadim, you're not a Kohen Gadol yet. So how do you, you got to wear eight. But the service doesn't mandate eight at that point. So what are you going to do? You recognize that he's different. Right, how do I recognize that he's a Kohen Gadol? He's doing, he didn't become a Kohen Gadol yet. He didn't become inaugurated to become a Kohen Gadol. He's got to be, do something that you show, right, that's unique to a Kohen Gadol to show, either in the eight Pegadim or something else, which is what I would say. But you're saying it correctly. He has to do something that we can recognize that's unique to a Kohen Gadol, and that will make him a Kohen Gadol. At this point, we're assuming when he wears the four Begadim, if that's going to happen at that point, it's not unique to a Kohen Gadol because a Kohen Gadol also wears the same Begadim. Let's discuss now the Gemara inside. Gemara says, Peshita, it's Pashut. 
His chinuch will be with the tamid shachar. Put on eight begadim, bring the tamid shachar, and that's it. You're inaugurated. Ela irab b'sula had tamid shachar, where he's wearing now only four begadim, which means big day. Lavan bema mechanchan, which means where is he going to be uh, uh, inaugurated? A kohen gadol is only inaugurated when he wears the eight begadim, and now he's wearing only the four. Let's read the Rashi. Peshita. Before he gets to Avodah Yom Kippurim, he's already legitimized. Why? He brought the Avodah of, of Tamid, B'Shmona B'Gadim. That's easy. It's after, but I'm going to Right, you got to leave his hidyot status and enter Kiyonek Yudulah status. Technical issue. When I answer, I'm on a vada barahava be'abnet. Or even in the four begadim, the abnet that the Kohen Gadol wears is not the same abnet that the Kohen Therefore, in the belt, it'll be Nikar. That's she. Right. This Shita holds that even the Kohen Hedyot normally wears a belt of Kilayim, which means Sha'atnes. Uh, even a Kohen Hedyot. However, on Yom Kippur, the Kohen Gadol has to wear a special belt that is all linen. Bad. Oh, so from the belt, we will see that he must be a Kohen Gadol. Because if he was a Kohen Hediot, he would be wearing the Shapnez belt. So it is the belt that, uh, that identifies him as a Kohen Gadol, even though he's only wearing four Begadim. Clearly, the Gemara is going to say that cannot be the Alma. It's only going to work according to some shitot, manda amar, that will say that a kohen hediot normally wore sharpness like a regular kohen gadol, and on kippur it'll show in the belt that he's wearing it's all linen. The Gemara says, Hanicha, leman de amar abneto shil kohen gadol, zehu abneto shil kohen hediot. You say that they both wore sharpness belts, and on Yom Kippur in the year, and kippur, the kohen gadol wore. The linen one, there's a look. But if you say that, why? That never, they don't wear the same belt. That the belt of the Kohen Gadol is the Shatnez uh, belt all year long, and the belt of the Kohen Yod is not, it's only Pishtim. So therefore, the Kohen Yod never wears a Shatnez belt, he only wears the linen belt. So when the Kohen Gadol and Yom Kippur puts on the linen belt, he looks like a Kohen Hediot. He looks like a Kohen Hediot all year long. On time, according to the opinion that says that all year long, the Kohen Gadol would wear the Shabbat's belt and the Kohen Hediot would wear the linen belt. Now, but on Yom Kippur, everybody agrees the Kohen Gadol would wear only linen. So now when he's going to serve and he puts on the linen belt, who does he look like? A Kohen Hediot. So he's got to do something to identify himself as a Kohen Gadol in order to be mechunach 
What are you going to say according to that opinion? Amar Abaye, Lovesh Shemona, Umhapech Bitsinura. Unbelievable. Let him put on his eight pegadim. Let him go to the Qurban Tamid that the Kohen, the original one, brought. Let him take his fork and let him go mehapech. Let him turn over some meat on the Mizbayah in order to cook it faster on the Mizbayah. That's considered an avodah. And since that's considered, he did it with eight pegadim, that's considered, that's considered avodah. That's considered a service of tamid. So he served wearing eight pegadim, and that's it, you're in. Now, where did we see that that's considered avodah? The Bible says, Uchtaravuna. So if a zar did that, he's hayab mitah. Why? Because we have a law that says a zar that does avodah is hayab mitah. So if you're saying, what do you mean? He bought it already. What do you mean? If he, if he, if he turned it over, I'm down to his bag, did nothing. So that, to the Kohen, it means nothing also. But from the fact that he's zar that did his hayab, must be it's considered an avodah. So we have a way out. Let him put on his eight pegadim. Let him just turn over some meat in the mezbeah. Now that inaugurates him, and let him go back, put on his four begadim, even though he'll wear a linen belt that normally a Kohen Adyar wears all day long, doesn't matter. He inaugurated himself There's to no the eight begadim. It's avodah. If it would not be avodah, it would be a problem. No, no, I hear a question. He's like, what do you mean? You're doing, an avod, you're doing uh, you're cooking on Yom Kippur. Yeah, yeah. But it's avodah. If it would not be connected to avodah, it would not be allowed. But it's an avodah. It's avodah that's linked to the service Yom Kippur or to get the guy in? To tamid, to, to every day. It's still considered part of the... It's avodah. If, again, if you're doing that, you're still considered doing avodah. I hear, I hear your point. He's, he's asking a question. Hey, it's, it's, not, it's, not, a, it's not a necessary avodah. Well, maybe this is necessary, by the way, because if you don't do this avodah, but we have to have Kippur. Kippur is canceled. You don't have to go in Gadol. So they, no, I'm just saying, whatever it is necessary then, because then that's every avodah. It is, it's, it's really not lishma, it's just to get to the guy. Why is it not lishma? Why is it not lishma? It's just really doing it to it's get the extra clean. It's, 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 it's not your boom over, it's not your boom, it's not your boom. You're doing, uh, why, why can't it be lishma? Why can't he do lishma? You can do two things at the same time. Why can't he do lishma? Why can't he do lishma? In lishma gadol, he's doing it so he can be a kohen gadol. That's uh, what's, what's, why is that avod? That's not avod. That's not. That's not. To do avodah to become the kohen gadol. Maybe it's more. It's not for kavod. It's not for kavod. I'm saying it's for kavod. I'm saying it's to make the guy eligible on kippur. And 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 okay. And therefore, I think maybe you can't do that on kippur because it's an avodah. I don't. I don't know. It's an avodah that's really not necessary. For Kippur. Tamid is necessary for Kippur. But Tamid's done. He did it already. The question would be if all the meat was already consumed, you'd be stuck. But thank God he came at the. Was that all done? Read the Dashi. Hanicha. Hanicha, good. Let's go to Dashi's. Hanicha. Hanicha lemande amar abneto shel kohen gadol shel koli motashana hayashakil ayin kedichibet havnet shesh moshzarut chelet. And therefore, Kippur, he'll put on the linen one, so that makes him different. And they both wear sharpness, therefore, Kippur, when he puts on the uh, linen one, oh, he must be a Kohen Gadol. Right. That's the key point. The Kiruv, meaning cooking it faster, 
mekarevin the meat to the fire is considered an avoda. he comes along and he says, the fact that he's doing the avodah, that identifies it. Because on Yom Kippur, the avodah is done exclusively by the Kohen Gadol, which is normally during the year, a lot of the stuff that the Kohen Gadol does can be done by Kohen Ediot. So therefore, the fact that he's doing the avodah, I don't care what he's wearing. It's not the clothes that are going to identify him, it's the man that identifies him. The fact that he's doing the avodah, that's the man. Where do you see this concept? Midlotan, he didn't. We know Koda Kedim Shasam Moshe. When Moshe Rabbeinu did the made the Mishkan, Meshichatan Mekadashtan. The fact that they were Moshe Yachtem with the Shem and Mishcha, that makes them Kadosh. Mikan Ba'ilak. That they make new Kedim. So they didn't have to make Meshichan. Why? Avodatan Mechanchatan. The using them is going to make them Kadosh. The new ones. So you see, the, the, the service can make the chinuch, just like by the kirim. Rashi, avodato mechanchato. Avodat yom kippurim atzma she'ena kishera ela bekohen gadol v'ze obdah mechanchato lekuhuna gedola v'shihatan mekadashtan kedichtiv v'yimshachem v'yikadesh otam mikan ve'elach lo nemshachu kirim chadashim shenasim sham kedem emasech shibuot otam b'meshicha b'lodot otam b'meshicha but not the Ones that are subsequent. The subsequent ones are through Avodah. Do we know if there's a case ever? Yeah, well, I'm sure there was a case. I don't have a historical knowledge of it, but I'm sure there was a case. That uh, a Kohen, maybe they're not become Baal Keri, because the Mishnah says, Me'olam, this is the first Beit HaMikdash. A Kohen never became a Baal Keri, but he could have died. Or, you know, could have, something else could have happened to him. Ki ata Ravdimi. When Avdimi came from Eretz to Babel, Amar, Abneto Shel Kohen Idiot, regarding the Abnet of a Kohen Idiot, what was it made out of? Rabbi, Rabbi El Azab, Rabbi Shimon. Had Amar Shel Kilayim, some say it's like the Kohen Gadol. It's made out of sharpness. They had Amar Shel Boots. So okay, that's the same machlok uh, that we learned above. Some say it's just made out of uh, linen. Tistayim, let us conclude, the Rabbi who the Amar Shel Kilayim. That was Rabbi that said it was Kilayim. How? The Tanya. En ben Kohen Gadol le Kohen Hediot Ela Abnet Devre Rabbi. So he comes along and says that there's no difference between the Begadim of the Kohen Gadol to the Begadim of the Kohen Hediot except for what? The Abnet. And who's that opinion? Devre Rabbi. Rabbi El Azar be Rabbi Shimon Omer Af lo abnet. And the Biazabesh says, even the abnet is not different. Now hold it, when are they talking? Right, so we have to see. The will ask, Emat. The question is, when he makes the statement, Rabbi, there's no difference between Kohen Gadol and Kohen Ediot. The only difference is the abnet. When? What day? During the year you're talking, you're talking on Yom Kippur. What, what, in order to know what he holds the abnet is, first we have to know what time of the year was he talking about when he said there's no difference between the Begadim except the abnet. 
something with Chadamar and then Tistayim, and then they bring your brighter that Beferush, they're arguing. I mean, usually, isn't it like a. Like, like, it, 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 the, the, okay, okay, what problem? We, so we, we, have, we have a Mahalok. Okay, so Chadamar. Right, and we don't know, we don't know who says what. Tistayim, that this is the case, and they bring you. They bring but without names, brighter. without names. We don't have, right, we have names? Oh, without names. Our brighter, Tonah Brighter, and Ben Kuala, the very B. Emat, and the Gibraltar says Emat. No, no, no. So, but I'm saying, the brighter doesn't say anything. The brighter just says Etania and Ben Kohen Gadol. Yeah, but that doesn't tell you who's who yet. Ela Avnet, the very B. No, we don't know the. We don't know yet who's who's who yet at this point. How do we not know who's who? Because because you have to know when they're talking first. You have to know what what, what time of the year they're talking, and then we can see exactly what what Shita holds. They have the same Avnet. What Shita does not have the. Uh, the proof is not done yet. Okay. Continue. The Gemara says, "Emat." Continue. Emat. When are they talking? So far, at this point, the Gemara did not prove what shita is what. You don't know when they're talking, so you don't know when the B said that in ben kohen gadol ben idiot el abned. You're thinking that yours must be the abned of his is shot. This is his is. But you don't know which, if he's talking all year long on Yom Kippur. So that once you find that when they're talking, then you'll figure out exactly what shita is what. Emat, the Gibras one day talking. Inema, here we go. If the Brighta was talking about Bishari Motashana, Bishinara Yom Kippur, and what? All year long we know the Kuengadol. Everybody holds all year long the Kuengadol or what? Kilayim. And the Tanaim are arguing the all year long the Kuengadol. If his is different. Or is it the same? And therefore what? And therefore, what are they saying? That the difference between all year long is what? The Kohen Gadol's is Shatnez and the Kohen Idiot is not. The Gebra's, that's the only difference? If you're talking all year long, Tuvaika. There's a lot of differences. Number one, Kohen Gadol Mishamesh Bishwana Vedot Bishwana Barbaa. That's the biggest difference. The Kohen Gadol wears eight and he wears four. El Alav must be talking about Biyom Kippurim. Ah, so they were discussing the Kohen Gadol on Yom Kippur. Where what? Where the Kohen Gadol only wears what? <coughs> Boots. And there we have a ma'lok according to the Tanaim. Which means when he says, Boots. So there you go. So once he says Kippur, he must be the opinion that says that the Kohen Hedyot wears Kilayim. And therefore, on Yom Kippur, we have the difference. Because normally, a Kohen Idiot, when he's wearing four begadim, wears kilayim. But today, the Kohen Gadol, who's wearing four begadim, wears boots. But what does that teach you? That a bee actually owes the Kohen Idiot all year long wore kilayim. So now we have a proof. That that's the bee. That that's the bee. We have a mahloket, what the Kohen Idiot wears all year long. We want to prove that the bee is the one that says the Kohen Hediot wore Kilayim all year long. How do you know that? From a statement that he made. Let's review his statement. He said, En ben, Kohen Gadol, the Kohen Hediot, and I'm adding, Beyom Kippurim, Ela Abnet. What's the difference between a Kohen Gadol, Kohen Hediot, and Abnet? Because Kohen Hediot wears an Abnet of Kilayim. Mashiach and a Kohen Gadol on Yom Kippur wears an Abnet of Boots. Stop right there. That shows you that all year long, Kohen Hediot wears Kilayim. Oh, so that must be the B in the first Braita that said what? Abneto shil Kohen Hediot 
is uh, kilayim. That is Rabbi. Now, the Gemara says, Rabbi Rashi, let's read Rashi over here a more time. Ilima, or Emat, Ilima. Right, it's four and and your question was, what do you mean? He's wearing four and he's wearing eight. We're not discussing. We're discussing with the beginning that they're wearing now. Behanach de Shavin. Which means the Gaber of four that they're wearing. And we know that the difference is the Gaber of four and eight. But the Gaber of what they're wearing now, <clears throat> there's going to be a difference. Oh, so that, according to that, it's the opposite. The B actually will hold that all year long, the Kohen Gadol wore Kilayim and the Kohen Hidyot wore boots. So therefore, you see, you, you could learn to be differently the, based on what time of the year he was talking about. That was my point. That the stayim is not really done until you figure out what he was talking about. Read that she. Abnet, mind the four big that they both wear, the only difference going to be is the Abnet Bechonashana. Okay, continue. Kiataravin. When Avin came from Estret, Babel Amar, Abneto Shel Kohen Gadol. Beyom Kibrim, Devrea Kol Shel Boots. That's for sure. The Abnet of Kohen Gadol, the Torah says that it's big day bad. It has to be bad. That's the Mephorash in the Torah. Abneto Shel Kohen Gadol, Beyom Kipurim, Boots. Boots, Perush. Linen, no sharpness. <laughs> and nobody argues also, by the way, in the rest of the year with the Queen Gadol wears. The Vreya call Kilayim. That's again Befirush in the Torah. Lo nechdeku ela ba'abneto shel Queen Hediot ben b'shari yimotashana. Oh, ben miyomikipurim. Oh, we're adding that. Oh, now we're adding. Which is the mahloke with the Queen Hediot wore b'shari yimotashana, which we saw this already. But even now we're seeing now a Kapur. The Queen Hediot might have wore a different type of abnet. Till now, we only thought the Kohen Gadol changes his abnet on Yom Kippur. But we didn't know that the Kohen Hidyot, if he wears Kilayim all year long, then we have to put on boots. Shirabi Omer, Shel Kilayim. Rabbi says what? Shel Kilayim. Rabbi Lazab, Rabbi Shimon, Omer, Shel Boots. Rashi. Right. In the first opinion, we didn't have uh, who said what. The first rabbi who came from Bavel just said Hadamar Hadamar. And then we had to figure it out, you know, through a Braita uh, who said what. When this rabbi came, who was that? Ravin, he said it with He said with Omer Shel Kilayim. And the Rabbi Al-Azam is the one that says, so clearly he holds that the, um, the, uh, the Begadim of the Kohen Yot all year long is Kilayim. He holds that the Kohen Yot all year long, according to the B, wore Kilayim. 
He just said a bit for the And you can put him also. And it'd be Shimon Belazar. Holds a boots. Boots all year round. All year round. All year round. All year round. No one holds that they swear. All year round. 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 But the point, the only difference between this this statement and the last time, he said a bit ferush. That's the only haluk. When the rabbi, for the first rabbi came, he said, I know that B has an opinion, but I don't know what his opinion is. Then we, have, we deduced it that he must hold it's kilayim. This rabbi came along and said, Befirush, that it's kilayim. So therefore, according to the B, they were different. The that's right. That's right. On Kippur. That's right. On Kippur. Exactly. Because the, uh, the B was different. On Kippur. He wore boots and he wore kilayim. And all year round. And all year round, uh, they were the same. That's right. That's a different subject. That's a separate subject. Now we're discussing the belt itself. According to the B, the belt of the Kohen Gadol and the Kohen were the same, except for Yom Kippur. Finished. You would know the difference on Yom Kippur, but only when you don't need to know the difference. Side point. Side point you're discussing. But the Gabin Abnet. That's the Shita. Okay, continue. And that was enough. Okay, we have a brighter. That what? That the bee holds the belt was shatnez for the Kohen and Jot. That what? So the Pasuk says like this. By Turumat Tadeshin. What does it say? Who does Turumat Tadeshin? The Kohen Gadol. And what does it say? V'labasha Kohen Mido Bad. Ketonet we do bad is the ketor the boots umichnesebad and the mechnasai yilbash al besaro so it has to be touching his flesh matamudomar yilbash which means it says velabash velabash shekohen bedobad umichnesebad yilbash it says velabash right what's that second yilbash so Yehuda says lehavi mesnefet because the Torah only told us two of the Begadim. It only told us, Ketonet Bad, Midor Bad, Umechnesei Bad. Midor Bad, that fits him. But the point is, that's referring to only two of the Begadim. Where's the other two? So the fact that it says, Yilbash, Lehavi, Mesnefet, Ve'abnet. That are not written in the Pasuk, but we learned that he has to wear it as well. In order to take out the dish, to clean the Mizbayah. The He comes along and says that it comes to teach me that if the Kohen Hidyot wears the Begadim, the four Begadim of a Kohen Gadol, it's going to be Kasher. Normally, a Kohen Gadol's Begadim, after he wears them, he puts them in Geniza. The Hadush over here is Yilbash. To teach me that we Kohen Gadol, Beyom Kibbutz, Shem Kesherim, the Kohen Idiot. Because Kohen Gadol wears the same Begadim. Oh, he gave it to another Kohen Gadol. That's right. Which, even though he's finished with his four Begadim, he doesn't have to put it in Geniza, give it to a Kohen Idiot, and he can wear Yilbash, meaning Yilbash, somebody else's Begadim. Now hold it. Oh, so wait. So now. So now, why is it Malim Bakodesh for Emuridim? Because he uses it for Kohen Gadol, he's not going to use it for Kohen Gadol. Okay, it's on the guy, you mean, the guy is holier. Okay, but the Begadim are, are the same four Begadim. But the point is, the point is, 
Hold it. What's the Kohen wearing all year long? The, the, what's the Kohen wearing on Yom Kippur? I mean, he's wearing bad. So that must mean that the Kohen idiot all year long wears bad. Because you're allowing him to wear the big dick Kohen of Kippur all year long. So he must be wearing bad then all year long. So that's a proof he holds it all bad. If he's wearing, you have to wear Shatnez belt, the wrong belt. He's wearing Begadim Pesulim. That's a proof according to the opinion that says he wore bad. Read, read Rashi now. Now stop right there, that's Rabbi. Rabbi didn't say that Yilbash is coming to say they could switch clothes. You know why he didn't say it? Because you can't, it's not going to work. Because he holds that the Kohen, Gadol, the Kohen Ediot, wears bad. And he wears uh, 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 Shatnez. So therefore, you, you can't switch, you can't switch Begadim. Kohen Ediot wears... Kohen Ediot, I'm sorry. Kohen Ediot wears uh, uh, Kilayim. So therefore, you can't use the Kohen Gadol's clothes of Kippur for a Kohen Ediot. It's the wrong clothes. Goslo, Goslo, Goslo. During the Trumat Adeshim, they wear four Begadim. So the question is over here, those four begadim, can the Kohen use the clothes of a Kohen Gadot? Mm-hmm. So the B did not say you can. We're deducing from the, you know why you, you, you can't? Because the clothes, the belt of the Kohen Gadot on Kippur is not the belt that the Kohen Gadot wears all year long. So if you're going to tell the Kohen Gadot, oh, you need four begadim to do to the uh, take, uh, right. take the Kohen's clothes of Kippur. Not going to help you. Different belt. Whereas the second rabbi said, no, you can use it. So that teaches us that what he must have held, that the belt of the Kohen Gadot all year long was boots. No, boots. I'll say it again. I'll say it again. The Kohen Gadol on Yom Kippur, everybody says, wore boots. Okay, he has four begadim. The Kohen Gadot during the year needs four begadim. We have a mahlokit between Rabbi and who's the second rabbi? Rabbi Dosa. Can a Kohen Hidyot use the four begadim that the Kohen Gadol wore on Kippur? It's a good question, by the way. It's four begadim, so what do you got to throw them out for? Let, 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 you just hand them over to the, uh, to, to the Kohen Gadol. The B says, cannot. He learned from the word Yilbash, a different than Ashah, to come and tell me that when they do Turmat Adeshin, you need to wear four begadim, because the Torah only told us two of them, so Yilbash comes to add two more. Why didn't you learn it simple? Say Yilbash, that somebody else can wear them. Because the behold, it's not going to help for somebody else to wear them. Because this belt is boots on Kippur, and the Kohen Ediot wears Kilayim. It's not going to help you to exchange. Where is the Bidosa said, no, you can switch. Oh, you can switch. Must be he holds boots. Vantem? Vantem, Okay. So Gabbara says, Gribi Dosa. What does he do with the pasuk that says sham, which sounds like you can't reuse them? Pirush, he can't reuse them. Right, the Kohen Gadol cannot reuse them for next Kippur. Elavat, hand me down. Who does he hand it down to? Kohen Let him wear it all year long. Good? 
Okay, now we continue. Rabbi Omer Shtete Shuvot Bedavar. Abotai, Ilan, pay close attention. Pay close attention. Hada, the Abnetoshel Kohen Gadobiyom Kippurim, Lozi, Abnetoshel Kohen Ediot. First of all, you're wrong because it's not the same Abnet. You're giving the Kohen Yot an abnet of boots where he really has to wear a abnet of Kalayim. Okay, it's all going to be Dosal. Obviously, it's not the whole like that. But he's saying, the Shitati, your Dirashah is not going to work. Because number one, it's the belt. The Oda, this is for you, Ilan. Begadim Amura, Kala. It's almost like a Ma'alim Bakodesh. What it means over here is the Kohen Gadol used these begadim for Avodah Hamura, meaning for Avodah Yom Kippur. And now you're downgrading them, not on the guy, but for the Avodah of Kola Shana, it's not the same Avodah Yom Kippurim. So how could you do that? Ela matamud lomol rebash, lerabot et ashe'akim. That's coming to tell me that what? That even begadim that are worn out will be kasher la'avodah. Let's see. Let me just find you, honey. Um, where are you? Abneto, shukadom yukurim, lo zeh abneto. Stop from that one, no? Abneto. Okay, get the shahakim. Hmm. Oh, it's interesting, which means they're talking about the Begadim that used for Turumat Adeshin. So you should Davka use Shehakim. Don't use new ones, because what is Turumat Adeshin? You're cleaning the, uh, the Mizbah from the Adeshin. So therefore, don't use new, we don't want to use new Begadim because the clothes that you cook is not the clothes that you serve with. So therefore, Davka and Trimat Adeshin wear old ones and not the, uh, not the new ones. Because you don't want to use, yeah, well, yeah. Because you don't want to use four begadim that are dirty to serve. So use old ones for the Trimat Adeshin. Davka have to use Shaki. That's a... But I doesn't like it, actually. Right. There's two, there's two services here. There's Hotza'at Hadeshin, taking the ashes outside, which can get the Kohen, let's say, dirty. And then they say you should not wear Begadim because you don't want to dirty the Begadim and then serve in them. Aval. All they did is take a shovel. And they took some ashes off the mezbaya and they threw them out of the nation. That's it. So it wasn't a, wasn't a dirty, wasn't, wasn't, wasn't a, uh, you know, didn't get them dirty. So it's not davka. So it's not davka, but they can, but it's not davka. Okay, continue, Rabotai. What does the hold? That's the first opinion. That why you have to put the... Begadim in Geniza, nobody could use them again. Bidosa Omer, Sheloish Tameshbahen, Yomakipurim Aher. But the Kohen Hijot can. So the Bidosa, the Shitato, and what do you got to do with the Begadim after Kippur? Everybody agrees there's a certain Geniza that has to take place. Vini Hamsham. The first opinion said Vini Hamsham, Mamash Geniza. Nobody could wear them, put them in Geniza. 
Second Shita says, no, when I'm sham, then a coin gadol cannot wear them. But that's why he says, give them to a coin adjot. That's it. Adkan, your question. Uh, the, what was wrong with the Rabbi Yudaz uh, uh, learning Yilbash according to Rabbi that he has to wear that it's a, that's an avodah and he has to wear all four begadim. Like we're making, a, we're making a, we're, we're saying Rabbi, right? Rabbi says Yilbash. No, no, Rabbi says, we're about to teach us four begadim. Rabbi Yuda, and Rabbi Dosa. Correct. Rabbi Yuda says Yilbash, four, four begadim, it's an avodah, it's an avodah. That's right. Avodah. Therefore, don't think you only wear right. two begadim. Right. There's not necessarily avodah. Just that the coin gadol is a kosher for, for, for what he called for the. For they the could switch clothes. Can, 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 they, they could use it. They could switch clothes, which, which, which teaches me what, what teaches that that his shell, shell boots. Shell boots. Good. So now Rabbi comes along and says, "Oh no, what he called? No, it's Yom Kippur. They can't malim bakodesh. Whatever. He That's did, right. He gives, he gives, he gives That's right. Oh, Why does he have to answer? You have Rabbi Yudah. Your question, why does he need a new deras for right, Yilbash? He learned Yilbash already. No, no. Well, it's Rabbi Yudah. It's a different Tana. Oh, so, okay. So, I'm saying, but... Well, why do you go back to, to, to the Shabbat yeah, Shabbat? It's almost like... The, oh, Rabbi. It's almost like we have a question now. What does Rabbi Yudah do with Yilbash? I mean, it doesn't... You're asking over here that Rabbi came along and said... Right. The first Shita was the B Yudah. This is now the B. It's different? Should you does not have be? Should be. Okay. I mean, well, if it's, if it's a different rabbi. Oh. So then already, okay, he, he, he learned something else for Yilbash. He didn't learn the same dirashah as Rabbi. Because Rabbi learned Yilbash to add the other two begadi. He's learning Yilbash to Rabot Shahakim. So you say, well, why do you have to jump uh, to Shahakim? Then, like, almost like the Gemara has a question. Mm-hmm. Okay, it could be that's a shita. That's a, we can answer it, but I feel like it's a little bit of a doha. Right. Because you, 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 we, we had we, it we, we, we weren't We weren't curious. We were like, mm-hmm. you know, the... Mm-hmm. There's something else about the Shahakim. Okay, I'm looking over. He's just coming into the Shia over here with this... Of course, it's Yilbash and Buddha Kishah. Yilbash and Buddha Kishah. Okay, you would have thought that Mikuraim is Pasul. So yeah, therefore, okay. you have to tell me that this is not considered Mikuraim. Okay. Okay, that Filu Kesherim. Yeah, Sheila, why did you need to generate a new, uh, yeah. a new Dirash over here? Okay. He's just asking, 